Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our enjoyment and experiences of language learning with you. I'm Beck, And I'm Penny. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. We are back with another one, I guess, I think, of my favourite type of episodes to record. Don't you think, Beck? Uh, this is probably one of our favourite types of episodes to record. And actually, we've only recorded one episode like this, but we've had so many chats about this particular topic outside of the podcast, in our regular language chats, our real real world language chats, um, that so yeah, I feel like we talk about it all the time. <laughs> nail down and hit record so we can capture exactly. all, our, all our gold. So we're talking about foreign language TV series that we're watching. Oh, and I love TV. I just, I, I really, I love TV. <laughs> It's not such a bad thing to say anymore, is it? Like, there's, it's not so, I don't know, like, you know, back in the day, you couldn't really say that you loved TV. And now it's like, it's really acceptable to say that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, especially as somebody who loves languages, um, I guess TV for me has always just been like the coolest language resource, like of four languages that you're learning, but also to discover other ones because I feel like it's such a good way to get an entry into real world language from somewhere else because you're you know you're like seeing a story played out with real people talking about real things um obviously in the context of a yeah of a of a plot line and and whatever but it's still like that's real real language and it's not something that's been created for learners so um you know you don't get that sense of it being um, I guess a, a bit contrived sometimes when you like have listening exercises from a textbook or things that have been like specifically done for learners, then things can feel a bit stilted and you need that at the beginning. But also it's nice to just listen to yeah, real language um, from somewhere else and I love that. Oh, totally. And it doesn't matter if you don't understand because it's all just just yeah. about the, the process. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like subtitles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so what what have you been enjoying lately? Uh lately. Well, now I, I've mentioned this TV show before, but since we're talking about things that I have been enjoying lately, I'm gonna bring it up again because it's just I'm a little bit obsessed. And it's a German ser- a TV series called Dark. Um <laughs> now, Penny, you've heard about this a few times, but for the benefit of everybody else who's listening in, Dark is a um Netflix original um German series. I think actually it was the first German language Netflix original series. Um and yes, it it routinely takes over my life because I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I yes, I can tell that you are because we it pops up in conversation quite a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> mm, it does. But I realise that actually I haven't spoken about it in any real detail on the podcast. So so here goes. It's um <laughs> it's actually a series that is and this does not give really anything away. Um it's a series that uh is about time travel. And um I'm sure that probably some people have already heard about this. It has been quite popular. Um, The last season just came out very recently. And uh, so we're in August 2020 here. um, And it is in three seasons. Um, It's about a group of people who live in a a town called Vinden. um, And it is, uh, it sort of follows their, well, the, the, comings and goings of people and their families and relationships, but with a um, kind of a sci-fi uh, sort of 
certain layer to it all. It's all it's all a bit mysterious. If someone like me who's not into fantasy sci-fi stuff, would I still enjoy it, do you reckon? Yes, I think you would. Okay. So it's very much not a, yeah, like you would not have to be into fantasy. I have actually quite a few friends who would rarely watch foreign language TV and who have watched this because it's on Netflix um, and have loved it. So it's, yeah, a lot of it is about the relationships between people in the in the show um, and that is probably like one of the most intriguing parts of it because um, you do spend an, a lot of time trying to work out the relationships and to understand them a bit better. Again, not giving anything away here because there's, there's, it's quite the mysterious type of show, but it's, um, yeah, very intriguing and it will keep you on the edge of your seat for all three seasons. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's a good review. <laughs> <laughs> from a from a language point of view, so yes, it is it is in German. Um, and what I like about it as a German learner is that yeah, it is very normal everyday German. Um, apart from the fact that there is an excessive um dis- like amount of discussion about time um, as a concept. Um, and but what is great also is it has a lot of repetitive vocab in it, um, much more so than probably really any other TV show I think I've ever seen. Um, there are things that come up over and over and over again, and that means that like as you're watching the TV show, you just have this particular kinds of vocab and particular sentences even that recur and recur and recur and so they're just like drummed into your head and now I feel like I have this like bank of vocab that I've learned exclusively from this tv show (laughs) well that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah anyway so yeah that is my like 10 out of 10 recommendation loved it awesome awesome okay one for the list one for the list I know I always say that one for the list one for the list and Penny what have you been watching lately I have, and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have been watching the fifth series of The Bureau, which is a French series that I'm watching on SBS in Australia. And it's awesome. And I know you love it back too because you were the one who initially got me onto it last year. Um, And this series is kind of cool because there is a lot of Russian in the series. Um, now, also, so, well, I haven't, I haven't seen this this last season either. Ooh. So, um, so I, I won't give anything away. Yeah, yeah, it's still awesome, and it's it's still because it's a you know a spy a spy show. There's a lot of kind of travel and and things between different countries, and you know there's there's some there's some bits in Cambodia, and there's yeah there's lots in Russia. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really cool, and I love. I love how in the show the the actors seem to seamlessly switch languages and I'm no expert on, I don't know, <laughs> lip reading to see whether they actually are speaking that language. But to me, when they speak French or English and there's a little accent, I think, oh, that, that really is them, you know, and they can switch and, you know, some speak Russian and it's like I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I agree. Um, so yes, that is something I've been loving and yeah, up to season five, I think. Yep. And that's Mm -hmm. on SBS. Mm -hmm. Um, something else that I've just got into recently, which I know we've mentioned before as well, but I have taken all this time to watch it, even with the amount of people that have told me to get into it is Cable Girls on Netflix. Las chicas del cable (laughs) in Spanish. (laughs) 
please correct me on my Spanish pronunciation. I don't know why I'm watching all these shows in Spanish lately. I don't know. Where's this coming from? Um, so it's seeming, it's seeming like it might be, might be pushing you towards a, a new double? Potentially, <laughs> although the speed at which they speak in this show is mind-blowing. Yes. <laughs> so it's based in Madrid in the 20s um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of, I guess, a nice light-hearted at sometimes kind of show and a bit of an escape show because it's, you know, there's lots of cool costumes and lots of love stories and intrigue and, and that kind of thing. And the Spanish does sound really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but again, have been recommended by so many people. So I think um, for me, this is one to add to the list. <laughs> Should I keep going with my Spanish list while we're on the Spanish So I've been also watching a little bit of street food, South America. Ooh. Um, now, is so, that more like a documentary? It is. So Netflix has all these great food series and there was a street food um, Southeast Asia that I watched. I think it came out last year. Um, so there's a number of episodes focusing on different countries. So you know, Argentina is the one I've just watched um, and it really delves into, you know, some of the highlight street food that that country has on offer and you get to go behind the scenes, meet the the chefs and the street food stall owners and yeah it's it's great because it's like a little insight into everyday lives as well mm. as as well as the food and how cool is that at the moment as well well like you know obviously we've got restrictions on us and not being able to travel as well so being able to travel a little bit through uh through a show like that is yeah. it's actually not not a bad thing and that's probably why i i hit <laughs> what <laughs> It's going to be a long time till we make it over there. So let's I just know. take me away through through TV. <laughs> and the, the the last kind of Spanish thing that I've watched recently too, and I, we've talked about this in the past, is Money Heist, um, also on Netflix. And the la- latest series, uh, latest season came out uh, this year sometime. So I jumped onto that as well because it's. <laughs> Again, it's it's pretty far fetched, but it's it's also <laughs> quite a bit of fun to watch as well. <laughs> so uh, my husband Chris, uh, he's watched all of Money Heist, um, and he often describes it as a bit of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, right. I get the impression that it's it's a bit of fun and very enjoyable, but um, yeah, maybe a bit far fetched. <laughs> have you been watching other German shows, or have you been? Uh, yeah, so probably my other – have watched a few other German TV shows and a few other German films too, but I keep it to German TV at the moment. Um, probably one of my other most favourite German TV shows is um, Deutschland 83 or Deutschland 86. So they're two separate series of um, the same same story. And um, that is – so fantastic series really 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 well done it's about a um an east german um soldier east german agent i suppose he um is at the beginning so it starts in 1983 um and he gets kind of recruited to um infiltrate the west german um army basically or to 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 go and do some work sort of infiltrating West Germany. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's um really 
so it's a great TV show actually because um, the main character who um, his name is Martin and um, he's played by an actor called Jonas Nye and uh, he's actually a very actually quite a likable a very likable sort of character um, even though he's he's doing all kinds of spy things um, <laughs> but you you do sort of I think in lots of ways he seems like a really nice guy so um, you kind of are sitting there like wanting wanting things to go well for him um, you know I think he's a bit conflicted sometimes in, in what he's doing um, whether or not they're right you know it's right or wrong in the context of you know, sort of the Cold War and and um, everything that was going on in Germany in the eighties. Um, but so, really good story. Um, great German to listen to. It's um, I find it like quite understandable German, um, which is nice as a learner because it's <laughs> it's nice to be like watching and not feeling like it's so fast. I can't understand like whole sets. There are parts that might be fast, but um, a lot of it is is very reasonable which is, which is, yeah, nice. So it's, um, yeah, great series. Um, and that in Australia is available on Stan. Yeah. Well, that's, that also sounds like a really great one. Mm, um, yeah. If you like a, a good yeah. sort of, you know, spy, mm, I wouldn't say it's historical, a thriller. I love the historical side of things too. Cause I think yeah. that's, that's really, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The history, the historical part of it is very, very interesting. Um, and, the the second season actually also has a really interesting focus. I don't I don't want to give things away, but it, it sort of shifts the um the view a little bit of uh I guess the Cold War and and, and then that that time in the eighties. So it's not so it's not as focused on Germany. It also focuses on some other parts of the world, which is um which is quite cool. So yeah, a bit of a bit of an education, but also a great series <laughs> that your husband gets into as well, or is it something that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we both love it. So we have we have enjoyed both of those series. Uh, I think we've watched them both through twice now. <laughs> but they're really always good. on the lookout for things that Nathan will enjoy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. Deutschland is particularly good for I think for everyone. It's um and that yeah that historical focus. If you do enjoy a little bit of history in TV or films, then you will love this yeah okay cool another one for the list thank you Beck. (laughs) (laughs) anytime (laughs) um have you watched unorthodox yet on netflix i have watched unorthodox and i thought it was great yeah me too yes so uh, do you want to explain a little bit about unorthodox for anybody out there who hasn't yeah um so follows the story of a young Orthodox Jewish girl, I guess, woman, young woman, living in New York, um, and um, kind of looks at her story to with her marriage and the kind of the community that she lives in, um, and then not giving anything away. I don't think about um, her kind of escape. I guess you would call mm-hmm. it to to Germany. Um, I think one of the things that was that I really enjoyed about this series was listening to the different languages, listening to Yiddish Mm. because I don't think I, you know, realised how, you know, how similar and not being a German language speaker at all, but how, how many similarities that I could hear as a non, (laughs) a non speaker of either. Was that? Yes, it definitely was. I was also surprised to, to hear how much it sounded like German and had and had actually some 
like definitely there was some vocabulary that was almost exactly the same. Um, but yeah, it was a, a really interesting insight into a world, I guess. Um, and also to find out a little bit more about Yiddish because I, I, it kind of got me interested afterwards and I, I did a little bit of Googling because um, like I didn't, I mean, Yiddish I suppose isn't, um, isn't one language, like there are varieties of Yiddish too, but I kind of, I, I think it must have been quite, um, quite a piece of work for the people who were involved in this show to make sure that they were being true to that um, community through their through their language, um, I think they did quite a lot of work yeah to make sure that that was um, a fair and as close as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's right, a fair representation of um, of their language, but then obviously a fair representation of the community and and everything else that that came with that show. A really interesting story. It prompted me to do lots of googling as well. It was yeah, really really interesting to see where all the actors came from mm. and. I think there was a link to the Ukraine. Was that right with the Yiddish? Um, I have to. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. But yeah, no, really, really cool. So that's another one. If you um, are looking for something on Netflix, totally would recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say there is a TV show that when we last had a discussion about Netflix on the podcast. Oh, sorry, Netflix about. TV shows on the podcast um, way way back when, right right near the, the start of Language Chats. Um, we got to the end of that recording and I couldn't believe I hadn't brought up this TV show. <laughs> so, so I'm bringing it up now because I feel I feel a duty to, to tell people about this. <laughs> so part of the reason I started learning Italian a few years ago um, was because of a TV show called well, in English, it's called Inspector Montalbano. In Italian, Il Commissario Montalbano. And uh, it has had this, yeah, I, I do feel like it is part of the reason I started learning Italian. So I, yeah, couldn't believe that in our last episode about this, I was like, well, how did I not mention this? It feels like it's been a very important part of my language journey. <laughs> but it is this great TV show that has been going for now actually ages. So I think it started in 1999. Um, still going and still going and it's about a a, um, inspector well a detective in Sicily um, whose name is Inspector Montalbano and um, it's he's sort of I guess it's just it just shows each each series um, just goes through several different they're always different independent stories about I don't know sometimes mafia related crimes Actually, often mafia-related crimes. It is Sicily, after all. Um, but the it's just the the, the adventures, I suppose, criminal um, sort of <laughs> uh, inspecting um, adventures of this inspector Montalbano. Um, and yeah, it has been going for a very long time. I'm pretty sure it's been in like you know series of maybe only a couple of episodes each. Um, and so a few have come out every year or so. Um, and the the actor who has been playing um, this detective has been it's been the same actor this whole time. His name is Luca Zingaretti, and um, you know it kind of almost feels like he he's sort of grown into the role as well. I mean he's fantastic um, as the inspector, um, but yeah, very very interesting look into the world of well I suppose fictional world of um, crime, but it does sort of reflect um, some some. Tr- true events um in Sicily 
That sounds awesome. And yeah, it's very watching that, or do you know where that's available to watch? Now we actually have them on DVD. Um, as oh, far as I know, I, I know, that. I know, it's so old school. As far as I know, actually, I I don't think it's streamable um, okay. in Australia, but the DVDs are available. Um, and yeah, I would highly recommend it. It is also worth it just for the Sicilian scenery. Um, <laughs> and Betty, wow. as you know, we actually went on our honeymoon to Sicily. Yeah. Um, Again, a bit inspired by this, yeah. uh, and when we were there, we we did a bit of like you know hopping around to try and find some of the <laughs> some of the places <laughs> where things are filmed because because that's the sort of thing we do. Um, but it was it is it, a beautiful 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 place, and um, this TV show does a good job of of showing it off. Oh, that sounds awesome! Mm. That as well as also life. some of the I guess you know the darker parts of the history and. History and um, the story in Sicily, which is interesting too. Yep. Mm. Cool. Okay. One to look out for. Maybe yes. one to one to look out DVD for, but maybe on DVD. <laughs> I might I might have to lend you the DVDs, Penny, when we can when we can hang out again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that'll be good. That'd be good. I know. So what? Tell me, tell me what else? What else have you been? Have you been uh, watching in lockdown? Has there been? Has there been? Yes, there's been some lockdown. I guess. What could we say? Lockdown lightheartedness. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so need a bit of that too. I jumped on this week to Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Uh-huh. Now I have had some other friends tell me about this, and I get the impression it is entertaining. <laughs> it is, and you know I don't watch dating shows or any of those kind of you know bachelor type shows, and it's it's not that at all. It's it's actually really. I don't know, I really like it. You get to know a handful of kind of men and women who are looking for life partners um, both in India and in the States Um, and they're all um, Indian background people. So the the people that they feature in the States have usually migrated there as really young kids or their parents came to the US um, when they were young as well. And, you know, so you learn a little bit about life as an Indian American, um, life as a young Indian person in India. And I don't know, I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, of course, there's some really cool language switching that happens in the mm. show as well, which I find fascinating because I love, I love listening to when it just seems so natural to switch mid-sentence between, say, English and Hindi, like just... I don't know. I just I find that really fascinating. Yeah, I agree. I think it is fascinating and a and a beautiful thing. Like I, I kind of I quite like that humans can do that. It's like that you know language is flexible enough that we are able to to use multiple. Like you're not you're not hindered by the fact that you know maybe you can't think of an exact word or or you, you could just express something better in another language that is at your disposal. Um, so why not? So for a bit of lighthearted fun and also, you know, a bit of a look at, at India as well, you know, I would recommend mm. Indian matchmaking. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And that was on Netflix, yeah? That's Netflix as well, yep. Amazing, amazing. Um, I do have one other guilty kind of pleasure show to add in if we're still on that kind of theme. Oh, I, yeah. um, a little while ago I watched Queer Eye um, when they went to Japan and I've never been a huge queer eye fan at all 
But this Japan series popped up on, well, I could see it pop up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And so <laughs> the Queer Eye guys go to Japan and there's a series of episodes um, featuring, you know, Japanese men and women. And again, you get a nice little look at Tokyo and some other cities and an insight into the lives of these people that are featured in the show. And of course, some cool Japanese as well. Um, okay, so, so that is the, the Queer Eye guys who are American, right? And they yeah, go to Japan. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, amazing. And I, you that know, like like I said, I've never really watched any Queer Eye before, but yeah. this Japan one was, was really cool. Oh, how cool. Well, I've got another. I've got another recommendation out there for just this is this is jumping across the globe from Japan, <laughs> um, and this is a Danish series that is uh, currently available on SBS on demand for Australian listeners, um, and it's called Borgen. Um, now, Penny, I don't know if you've heard about this show before, but I feel like I was very late to the party when I was watching this. Oh, do you know what though? I have never watched it and I've heard so much about it. So yeah. I'm even way later to the party than you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is another one to add to the list. Um, it is about a um, – uh, so the, like it's a Danish political drama um, and the first episode um, sees uh, the first sort of female candidate for um, prime minister. Um uh, going through that, the process of um, running for prime minister, um, essentially. And anyway, it's yeah, it's a political drama, and it is fantastic, really well written, um, a very compelling story, and following this the prime ministership of um, this very interesting and strong but admirable um, woman. Um, her name is Bigeta, I think, and. Anyway, fantastic show if you do like a little bit of a little bit of political drama. Um, and if you like a little bit of political like uplifting drama too, like not not unrealistic. Um, it is it is actually quite realistic, I think, in some especially in some of the the issues that they have to deal with. Um, but you know, with a very uh, yeah, truly kind of admirable main character who you genuinely want to see do well. <laughs> <laughs> it's um a lot of fun and also beautiful to listen to the Danish because I just oh, yeah. love it, love it. That sounds cool. Is that just the one season or is there multiple? Seasons? No, there are multiple seasons. I can't remember how many there are, but there are definitely several. Um, because I don't know how many years I went over. Mm-hmm. That's sure. on SBS, isn't it? That is on SBS on demand at the moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. So yeah, freely available. Oh, I love everything Oz. that you've recommended. Oh, and I love everything you recommended also. <laughs> I think I, 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 I just see myself getting a bit more into Spanish too by going through your list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you'll have to let me know if you do watch any of those shows, whether you get freaked out like I did. <laughs> <laughs> by the speed? Or <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because the, you know, the Madrid-style Spanish is super fast. Yeah. But when, you know, I listen to the Argentina Spanish, Argentine, Argentine Spanish. I was like, oh, I can pick out a few words here. <laughs> crazy. I don't know. So, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I will. I'll report back. Um, there's a zillion other shows, of course, on my list to watch. So, 
again, Beck, we'll have to have another episode. <laughs> oh, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll have to. Hopefully not 30 episodes later or something. 2027 20, episodes later. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, and um, we'd love to hear what you've been enjoying watching lately. Yes, um, do tell us if you can give us more recommendations to add to our already long but um, easy to proceed through list, then, uh, <laughs> then we're happy to have them and happy to hear them. In any language. You can see that we're not yeah. we're not picky about language not shows that we watch in any language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Language Chats. Um, we love having you here to listen to us, so thank you. Um, and if you in, have you enjoyed, if you have enjoyed Language Chats, um, please feel free to share the show with your friends or recommend it on instagram um or give us a little review on where you listen to your podcasts you can yes exactly find us on instagram and also on facebook um just look for languagelovers.au on instagram and languagelovers.au on facebook we also have a facebook group actually that you can join too if you're somebody who is australian or in australia and learning languages um and that's kind of your jam like it is for us then um you can look for our facebook group at language lovers au community on facebook um but otherwise we will see you next time and enjoy some foreign language tv before then see you next time bye